In this episode, I will be talking about dealing with grief and loss. I'll be sharing some of my personal story uh, with you of my journey of dealing with grief and loss, as well as some Bible verses for comfort in the midst of grief. So whether you are dealing with the loss of a parent, a spouse, or a loved one, I hope this will bring you some comfort. Welcome to the Think Like Jesus podcast. Hey, if we're just meeting for the first time, my name is Ni Adreti and I am the host of this podcast. And our goal really is to help you train your mind to experience the peace and the presence of God every day so that you are fully confident in who God has created you to be. And on this channel, you will find, on this podcast, you will find Bible study series, you will find daily devotionals, you will find some Christian encouragement, as well as some meaningful interview-style conversations for personal and spiritual growth. So whether you're watching live on YouTube right now, or you're catching the replay or listening to the audio podcast, do me a favor, subscribe, click the like button, leave a comment or rate and review this podcast if you enjoy it. If you love listening to the audio podcast, you can also catch us live on YouTube when I do this live. And also, hey, leave me a comment. Let me know where are you watching this from. If you're watching this live either on YouTube or Facebook, let me know where you're watching from right now. And um, in the descriptions below, you will find more information and some link to some resources also. All right, so let us jump in. So today I'm talking about dealing with grief and loss. I'll share my story and some Bible verses for comfort. But let me just give you a quick background before I go into that. So January the 16th, 2021 will always be a day that is, excuse me, that is entrenched in my memory. It was a Saturday like any other day. And I was doing my usual live stream like this. You know, I really had so much fun doing my live stream. It was one of the best live streams I had done. I was interviewing an incredible person and she was sharing some really powerful things. And just as I was wrapping up, you know, coming up from that high, and then I looked at my phone, I was communicating with my siblings, and I got that message on that faithful day that my dad had gone to heaven. Now, I'll be honest with you, um, The first, my first reaction was that of shock. And I was like, what is going on? Could this be actually true or is this a joke? And uh, it started to move from that unbelief, like this is not possible. And then gradually it started to sink in that, oh, wow, maybe this is true. I mean, after the shock kind of wore off, it started to sink like, oh, maybe this is actually true. And then I'll be honest, I cried. I haven't cried like that in a long time. It was a really deep groaning from deep inside. It was really painful. And you know, and since that day, I've been on this daily journey of trying to figure out um, how to be an husband, a dad, a big brother, a son, and also grieving and doing my job. And also knowing that I'm still grieving the loss of my amazing, incredible dad. Hey, if this resonates with you, um, leave me a comment. Let me know. Just put a yes or a thumbs up or a yeah, that I understand that. Maybe you just lost somebody too or you've lost someone before and you still feel the pain. Um, let me know if you resonate with that. And so but before I share um, the Bible verses um, with you, I wanted to share just some couple of things I have learned 
on this journey, uh, you know, figuring this out as well as some things I found out. So yes, um, one of the things I discovered recently, I kind of stumbled into this while doing research. I love to do research. And so I, I found out this thing called the five stages of grief. Have you ever heard of that before? Let me know. Does that make sense to you? It was my first time discovering that, you know, the five stages of grief. And the first stage, according to this, is called denial. So denial is, oh, this can't be happening to me. This is not possible. That's kind of like the first stage, according to this psychiatrist. I forget what her name is, Elizabeth, uh, something. She's, she was a psychiatrist back in many, many decades ago. <laughs> anyway. First stage was denial, and then this can be happening to me. And the second stage is kind of you feel anger, you're kind of angry. Why is this happening? And who is to blame? Whose fault is this? The third thing that you probably notice is bargaining, you know, make this not happen. And in return, I will, oh, if you can take this away from me, I will do this. If this is not true, if this is not real, I will serve you more, I will pray more. You kind of bargaining. Um, just to find a way out. And then the fourth stage is depression. I am too sad to do anything. Oh man, I know what that feels like. I had days where I was just low energy, no strength to do anything, to do my job, to take care of my family and every other responsibility. And then the fifth stage, according to this psychiatrist, is I am at peace with what happened. I am at peace with what happened. I've, I'm embracing it and accepting it as real. So these are the five stages of um, grief according to this psychiatrist. Does that make sense to you? Does anybody resonate with that? What do you think? Have you ever heard of that before? It was my first time finding it out. Leave me a comment or just leave a thumbs up if that makes sense to you or maybe you're just hearing about it for the first time. Hey, let me know, okay? So uh, moving on from that, I wanted to share with you just some practical things that I have learned in this process of dealing with grief, right? Um, one of the first things that, that I've learned is embrace the process, embrace, excuse me, embrace the grief, don't rush the process, embrace the grief. Don't rush the process. Oh, man. You know, one of the temptations when you're grieving is to want to get out of it quickly. And that's because of what people are saying. You know, you know people are awesome and people try to help the best they can. They tell you, oh, be strong. Or, you know, just put your eyes on Jesus if you're a Christian. And they'll tell you, quote Bible verses and trying to help you get over it. Um, but the best way to actually um, be go through this to deal with loss and grief is to actually embrace it. Don't rush the process. Don't run away from it. Just embrace it. Accept that this is actually happening. Do not leave in denial. Hey, Billy, thanks for joining. Good to see you up here. Embrace it. Do not run away from it. You know, there's, there's a uh, two stories I'll share with you quickly. Um, first one is the story of King David. So David, um, it's a long story. I'll make it quick quick and short. David did something bad. He took somebody else's wife, killed the husband, and, you know, he did ask for forgiveness. God forgave him, uh, but the child became sick because he had a word that the child was not going to survive it. And David prayed and fasted and 
you know, crying to God, forgive me. If you if you save this child, I would this and I would that. But the child eventually passed away. And I love that scripture. The scripture said that once David found out that the child passed away, David accepted it. It's like, oh, okay, this is real. He just embraced it. And that, that's a, another that story I wanted to highlight to you quickly. It's a story of um, Lazarus, if you're familiar with the Bible. Hey, if you're watching this live on YouTube and this is making sense, hey, just smash the like button. Or if you're watching on Facebook live, hey, leave me a comment, smash the like button. Let me know that this has been a blessing to you. Let me know where you're watching from. Once again, I'm talking about dealing with grief and loss, um, sharing some of my story and some Bible verses. And right now I am kind of talking about practical tips to deal with grief and loss. All right, so back to my story. Point number one, embrace the grief. Don't rush the process. So the story of Lazarus, that's what I was talking about. Lazarus died and Jesus was going to raise the for, for resurrection. That was his intent. Anyway, Jesus encounters Mary and Mary was crying. She was grieving the loss of a brother. And guess what Jesus' reaction was to Mary's grief? Jesus didn't tell her, hey, Mary, get over it. What is wrong with you? Can't you see that I am Jesus, the King of Kings, the Son of God? I am here to raise your brother. That wasn't Jesus' reaction. It says that Jesus, when Jesus saw our weeping and he saw the Jews around our weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and troubled. And verse 35 actually said that Jesus actually wept. Can you believe that? Jesus actually wept. That is permission for you that you can embrace the grief that you feel and don't rush the process. If this makes sense, smash the like button or leave me a comment, okay? Number two, worship through the pain. Now, if you are not, if you're watching this and you're not a follower of Jesus and you're wondering, what does worship mean? Worship basically means acknowledging God as Lord and Savior. Acknowledging God as Lord and Savior. That is what worship means. So to worship through the pain is to it means to cultivate a heart of thanksgiving even when you are grieving. Cultivate a heart of praise and thanksgiving even when you are in pain. How is that possible? The truth is it is very hard. I know what that feels like. I know I had days where I didn't feel like praying. I had days when I didn't feel like singing. I had days when I didn't feel like reading my Bible. I was just really, really sad. But I find that when I pushed through that, and sometimes I just plug in my earphones, turn on some music, even when I have no energy to sing myself, I just put it on around me, and it was incredible. I really was blessed um, by just spending some time to give thanks and to worship and to tell God exactly how I feel, not to pretend about my feelings, but to accept the fact that, hey, God, I am in pain. This is hard. This is tough on me and I need help, you know, but I still love you, you know, worship through the pain. And I will share the scripture with you quickly. It, it's Hebrews 4 verse 14. I really love the scripture. It says that it talks about Jesus being the high priest. But the part I really love is it says we don't have a high priest who is out of touch with our reality. He's been through our weakness and testing and experiencing it all. Jesus know what it feels like to be in pain. 
Jesus knows what it feels like for you to be in pain. Jesus knows what it looks like for you to be grieving and for you to lose something. And the, the verse 16 says, because of that, you can walk right up to him and get what he is so ready to give. Take the mercy, accept the help. When you are in pain, when you are grieving, take some time to worship, to go before the Father, to talk about how you're feeling and to express yourself. Hey, if this is making sense, click the like button. Leave me a comment, okay? Um, or leave me a review on the podcast. Number three, quickly, is ask for help. Ask for help and let people help you. When people offer to help you, please say yes. Don't be too proud. Don't be too... Um, withdraw yourself. There's a tendency when you're grieving to want to withdraw from people to be by yourself. That might not always be a good idea. Sometimes it might be good to actually allow people around you, allow people to love you, allow people to care for you. You know, one of the things that I've, I was really blessed by was when I reached out to friends and people were asking, what can I do? What can we do? And I was like, well, I am planning a funeral and I am trying to raise um, some money and I didn't really ask for anything. I wasn't expecting anything, honestly, but I was blown away by the support I received from friends and, and family and people sending in $5, $50, and I just wanted to be a blessing. And that really, every dollar really helped with giving my dad a befitting funeral from every angle. I'm so blessed by that. So ask for help and let people help you. People want to give food. People just want to talk and chat with you. People want to check on you. Let them do that. It's going to be good for you. It's not going to be easy for you to walk through this grief by yourself. However, you have to be careful about people around you that drain your energy instead of lifting you up. If you find that people will come around you and draining you, those are not the kind of people to help you through your grief. You want people who are pouring into you, who are lifting you up, who are helping you walk through it. People who listen to your grief, who listen to your pain, who connect with you and, and just want to help and support. Those are the kind of people that you want around you. So all the people draining you, just find a way to you know love them, but keep them a little bit distant, okay? So they don't drain all the energy that you have. So to recap, one, embrace the grief, don't rush the process. Two, worship through the pain. And three, ask for help and let people help you. Is this making sense to somebody? Leave a comment, click the like button, subscribe on YouTube or on the audio podcast. Okay, so let us jump into some Bible verses. I am excited for this because these are Bible verses that has actually helped me personally through this season. And they are some of my favorite Bible verses. Some Bible verses for comfort. Number one, Psalm 23 verse four. Oh boy, I love this. Excuse me while I take a sip of tea. Mm, yum, I love tea. Oh, by the way, I drank a load of tea. Well, I drink a lot of tea every day usually, but I did drink a lot of tea during my grieving process because tea brings me comfort. <laughs> That's just it. So find what brings you comfort. Um, so Psalm 23 verse 4, incredible verse. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me, your rod and your staff. They comfort me. Boom. Come on. 
Remember how the Psalm 23 starts? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He replenishes my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. And then even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, hey, even though you are walking through a deep, dark, crazy season right now that feels like nothing is working out, I promise you that you will not be afraid. Why? Because God is with you. Remember Hebrews 4 we read is the high priest who knows what it's like for you to be human, who knows what it's like for you to be in pain, who knows what it's like for you to grieve. He is going to walk with you. And so if you're walking through the valley of the shadow of death, if you are grieving and it feels like you're surrounded by deep darkness, God is with you. His rod would lead you gently. His staff will fight for you and he will comfort you. I love that verse. I hope you love it as much as I do. All right, next one is Isaiah 54, verse 10. You know, background to this scripture is when I was younger, my mom used to make us learn memory verses every year. We had to memorize a memory verse every year. And we had to say it almost every day um, throughout the year during night devotion. Shout out to my mom. Love you, mom. Um, so this was one of the verses that I learned in my teenage years during that season. And I don't always remember the address, but I always remember the exact um, verse. It says, Isaiah 54, 10, though the mountains be shaken, come on, let that shake you. Every time I read this verse, it always touches me really deep, that though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet, come on somebody, is anybody feeling this right now? <laughs> I am loving this. Let me start all over. I'm just I'm just in love with this verse. Click the like button if you're feeling what I'm feeling or um, uh, leave me a comment, okay? Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, when you're grieving and you're in pain, it's going to feel like the mountains are shaking around you. It's going to feel like the hills are removing. It's going to feel like things around you are just like, oh my God, what is going on? How am I going to get through this? But yes, what the next line says, yet my unfailing love, that's God saying that. God is saying, though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet God's unfailing love for you would not be shaken. The love that God has for you is not dependent on what is happening around you. The love he has for you is because he truly, 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 truly loves you. And as love we will not shake, even when the mountains around shake. The hills, this love will not shake, even when the mount hills around you are moving, even when things are crumbling and it feels like you are in deep pain. His love for you will not shake. Amen. And it says, nor my covenant of peace be removed. The covenant of peace that God has made with you is going to stay with you. I'll say that one more time. The covenant of peace that God has made with you is going to stay with you. Says the Lord who has compassion on you. Come on, somebody. God is the God of compassion. He is the God who has compassion on you. So as you grieve, I pray for you that you will experience the comfort, the compassion, the peace of God, knowing that he will walk with you through this season and he will never leave you nor forsake you. Is somebody else feeling this? Come on, click the like button if you're feeling this. Um, leave me a comment. Leave me a review. All right. And then um, the, next ver the next verse, Isaiah 40, verse 28 to 31. I love this scripture. 
I love, love, love this scripture. Have I said I love, love, love this scripture? <laughs> it's one of my all-time favorite, Isaiah 40, 28 to 31. One of the scriptures that my mom make, made us learn. Hey, Marlene, thanks for watching. Glad to see you joining us live on YouTube. Thank you so much. Um, Oh, by the way, Marlene, I just broke comfort for you. I remember um, one of your comments when I first posted about my dad, that you lost your dad um, a long time ago, and you still know what that pain feels like. So I'm just praying that this brings some comfort to you. You can go back and watch this from the beginning. But I pray for your heart to experience the peace of God. I pray for you to experience the kindness, the goodness of God. I, I see my my uncle here, Uncle Umi. Thanks for joining in. I pray for you also. I know my dad meant a lot to you. I pray that you experience his peace, his comfort. So I'm I'm going to read these for you guys that are watching, especially for those of you who lost somebody precious to you, someone you love, you love. Isaiah 40, 28 to 31. Listen, have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. <clears throat> He does not faint or grow weary. He's talking about the Lord who is the everlasting God. The everlasting God means he's the God that exists before time, outside of time, he is forever. There is no beginning and the end. He's the creator of the ends of the earth. He's the one who formed everything. Everything, excuse me, everything you see around you gets its shape and its form from creator God. Amen. Come on. He does not faint nor weary. This everlasting God neither faints or grows weary. His understanding is, is unsearchable. Wow. Let me explain that for you. When he says his understanding is unsearchable, it means if you try to Google search God, you cannot get the limit of him. You cannot ex you can't expand him. Is 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 the depth of God is so deep that Google search cannot find everything. That's how that's what he means by his understanding, his knowledge, his existence is unsearchable. Come on, somebody, let this move you. This is the God who is going to comfort you, right? It gives power to the faint. If you're feeling faint right now, if you're feeling like you have no energy, you feel like the world around you is crumbling, God is giving power to you. And it says, to him who has no might, he increases strength. Come on, somebody. There is something that happens when you are weak and when you have no strength of your own. There's a way that God shows up. <laughs> now, when you are fainting, God says, I, the everlasting God, I, the God who is the creator of the ends of the earth, I, the God who neither faints or is weary, I, the God that Google search cannot find all of me because I am so deep, so wide, so broad, so high that I am unsearchable. I, that God, will give power to you when you are fainting, when you are grieving, when you are weary. I, that God, will give you might, will give you strength when you have no might, when it feels like you are empty and downtrodden. That is the God who shows up to give you strength. Now, that's just, I've not gone through everything. That's just like the first two verses. Now, look, look at the next line. It says, even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall fall exhausted. Even those who feel like they are so powerful and they have it all together can be so hit by grief and loss that they suddenly lose all their composure, that they suddenly lose all the strength and the inner peace that they think they have. But they that wait on the Lord, waiting is not inactivity. Waiting means I am looking forward to knowing that God is going to show up any moment. 
They that wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up the wings like eagles. Picture in your mind how eagles fly. Eagles fly straight into the sun. They are so confident when they flap their wings. They have um, a sharp eyesight. God is saying for you who feels weary, who is grieving, who is going through the pain of loss. It says that as you wait uh, for the Lord, he will renew your strength. You will mount up with wings like eagles. You will run and not be weary. You will walk and not faint. Wow, come on. I'll read that for you one more time. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. You feel like you have no energy. You're feeling so much pain and so much grief. You don't know what to do. Click the like button. Leave a comment if this is um, if this is blessing you. Let me know, okay? Um, even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall fall exhausted. But they, the ones who choose to wait for him, the ones who choose to keep their eyes on the Lord, they shall renew their strength. The Lord is about to renew your strength right now. The Lord is releasing fresh grace for you right now. The Lord is coming alongside you to help you go through the season, to rise above the grief and the pain because he will give you strength. You will mount up with wings like eagles. When you feel like you have no strength of your own, God comes in and gives you wings like eagles and suddenly you find yourself flying high and soaring high above the pain. So in eye above the disappointment and the grief you feel and then it says you will run and you will not be weary now remember you couldn't run before because you were so exhausted you are in pain but now god comes in and gives you strength and you will run and not be weary you will walk and you will not faint let this encourage you somebody going to grief right now going to pain right now let this be the courage that lets you know you are going to be okay. You are going to get through this. You're going to make it through this. Whether it's a recent loss, whether it's a losses five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, the thing about the pain of losses, it never really goes away. You will always miss that person that meant a lot for you. I know I will always miss my dad. It's a reality that I have to live with every day and I choose to embrace it. But I believe that the God, the creator of the ends of the earth will strengthen me. Will help me. Good to see you too, Billy. Will strengthen me, will help me, will uphold me. And that same God will strengthen you, will help you, will uphold you. So many other verses I could read um, for you. Yeah, good to see you, Billy. Thank you for, for jumping in briefly. Um, I'll talk to you soon. Um, there's so many other verses I could read for you. Um, and I, I just listed them for you. Psalm 121. I will lift up my eyes to the ears when where comes my help. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Isaiah 41 verse 10. I forget what Isaiah 41 verse 10 says right now. Google it. I can check it for you, but just go. Isaiah 26, 3 to 4. Psalm 18 verse 2 to 3. There's some other verses you can check out on your own some other time. But hey, people, Listen. God is with you in the midst of this grief. He's covering you. He's upholding you. He's strengthening you. You know the picture I see in my mind right now. Sometimes I see faint pictures in my in my in my mind, and um, and I feel like it's for somebody who is watching or listening to this right now. If this is blessing, if you're watching on YouTube or that live or the replay, click the like button, subscribe, leave a comment, let me know how this is blessing you. If you listen to the audio podcast, hey, subscribe, rate this so you can know when we get our next episode. But here is my here's with the picture I'm seeing for you right now. I'm seeing a picture of a waterfall. 
see this massive waterfall just falling down and i see god bringing you under this waterfall and i see you experiencing the refreshing grace the refreshing presence of the lord comforting you washing away the pain washing away the sorrow washing away the anxiety uh, for somebody watching or listening to this you suddenly find yourself waking up in the middle of the night and you're sweating or your heart is beating fast or you're just afraid or scared or you're just lonely I know what that feels like, but I'm praying for you that you will experience the touch from God, that you will experience the peace and the kindness and the goodness of God in the name of Jesus. Just know that God is with you. God is covering you, He's empowering you, He's keeping you, and you will make it through this season. Amen. Amen. So that's my story. And those are some Bible verses for comfort. So my question for you is, how are you doing? If you're going through grief right now, if you're grieving, you're going through loss, how are you feeling? How is your heart? Are you are you in so much pain you don't know what to do? Hey, put a comment, leave a comment either on Facebook or on YouTube or send me a DM. Find me on any of the social social media. Just send me a DM. Let, let me know how you're doing, okay? And and reach out for reach out. If you have a local church, reach out to your church family, ask for prayer. If you don't have a local church, send me a DM. I would love to pray with you, okay? Um, just hit, DM me on Instagram or Facebook or um, Twitter. Um, it's it's my name, Nia Deriti. That's my my handle. I'm pull it off for you on this um, screen uh, quickly. Um, yeah, so just find me, send me a DM or leave a comment. And people who are watching or listening, they would love to pray with you and just and just bless you. And I just pray God's blessings over you. You're gonna be okay. You're gonna make it through this. Yeah, God is going to be with you. He's going to walk with you and it's going to get easier. The pain is not going to fully go away, but it's going to get easier. You're going to wake up one day and you're going to feel so much relief that, wow, I can breathe. I feel like I feel like I can do this. I, I can get on with my life. Your life is not over. Maybe you lost your spouse. That's not the end of your life. God has so much more in store for you that he's going to do with you. Whether you lost a child, a son, a daughter, a brother, uncle, or aunt, God is with you. He's going to help you. He's going to cover you. He's going to keep you. I put some links to some resources in the description. So check out some of those resources. Um, I have a playlist on, on Spotify that I, songs that I listen to very regularly, almost every day, actually. They're really amazing songs that really bless me and hope they bless you. So you see that in the um, description on my um, YouTube or on my podcast. Okay. And um, I just bless you to know that God is with you. God is covering you and you are going to be okay. Amen. All right. So thank you guys for watching live or for listening um, on <clears throat> on the audio podcast. Um, please like the, press the like button. Please subscribe. And click the notification button so you can know when I go live. I, try, I go live almost every Saturday on my YouTube. So join me for another live session. If you're listening on the audio podcast, thank you so much for listening. And um, leave me uh, leave me a rating or a review. That would really help us to be a blessing to other people. And so I just want to bless you and hope you enjoy your Saturday. Peace.